You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Awesome, 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 That you're awesome I'm glad I'm not a possum Cause I'm awesome And that's awesome With you What is up guys? Welcome to episode 38 of That's Awesome with Joe. I am your host Joe. Thank you guys for being here as always. Couple housekeeping things. Uh I think you guys probably have noticed we moved to a little bit of a bi-weekly schedule. We're actually going to go back to weekly soon. We have a couple changes coming again. Uh, More on that coming shortly. I also uh, have made myself available after many, many requests after about a year on Cameo. So you can find me on Cameo. Uh, What I'm doing for it is I'm donating um, between half and all of um, the money from it to a bunch of different animal welfare organizations, some shelters and um, rescue um, organizations nearby, as well as some animal sanctuaries and actually uh, rescuing animals from slaughter as well. So find me on Cameo, book me, we'll help out some animals and have some fun. Uh, And yeah, so this week is a interview that I actually did, I think a few months ago, and it just kind of hasn't come out yet. And um, yeah, honestly, it's one, I'm not sure why we haven't put it out because it's a, it's a really great interview listening back to it today. And I'm really excited for people to hear it. Uh, this is with Hiro the hero. Hiro is such a, he's so fun to talk to. Um, we got to know each other very briefly when we did Shiprock together, but he was like Mr. Popularity on that boat. I think everyone on that boat, as, as far as like the bands go, like, Everyone that we were hanging out with, Hyro is pretty much everyone's favorite band. So I was really excited to sit down and talk with him and hear more of a story, which I didn't really know a lot about and learned a lot about him that a lot of stuff that's really, really cool, some really, really great experiences and uh, quite a bit I'm envious of as well. Um, but yeah, I, I won't take up too much time with the intro stuff. Let's send it over to Hyro. I'm here with Hiro the Hero. Hiro, thank you for joining us. What's up, man? All good. Cool. I appreciate you being here. Um, I know you just finished up a hike. I did the same. Uh, yeah. Are you a, are you a big hiker? 
Oh yeah, man. I live right here um, in Los Angeles by the observatory, so that's a good right spot on. to just go walk up and chill. I'm going cool. there tomorrow. I live uh, right in Echo Park. Oh yeah, so you're in the neighborhood, man. Yeah, yeah. I was in Elysian Park today, but I'll be over there. Mm-hmm. Um, right on, dude. Yeah, I do it like three, four times a week. I feel like now. Oh hell yeah. Kind of the only thing to do around here right now. So that is the only thing to do, bro. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. Well, again, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, I think uh, I'll give a little background of, of what I know about you. Um, I think like I had always heard Hiro the Hero, the name being like thrown around everywhere. Yeah. And then Shiprocked was like, I, I was blown away how like every single band that I would encounter was like stoked that you were there and like needed to watch you play. That's so it was like, up, right? yeah, it, it felt like you were everyone's favorite band on yeah. the boat, you know? That's so, cause a lot of love on shit rock, man. I yeah, love man. Love. Like you were like a celebrity there. Like <laughs> it's pretty wild. So, um, obviously like I, I made sure I, I checked you out and I was like, dude, your set is just so fucking fun and entertaining. So like, I just had a blast watching you. And from then, you know, I, I'll be honest, I haven't like done a deep dive into the music, but I've, I've kept on top of it, listened to all the singles, watched the videos and stuff. Oh, fuck and, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm like a fan now. I was telling Spencer yesterday, I was like, I wish like I had paid more attention to this dude over the last like decade because <laughs> oh, it's, it's like so fun. You I'm know? still building, man. So that's dope, man. Anytime I get some new people involved who are digging it, man, and you know, like Spencer featuring on there, I get introduced yeah. to his crowd and right. you know, Chad, Mudvayne, hell yeah, yeah dude. crowd. It seems like you've got it hooked up. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, everyone's favorite band right now. So, um, yeah, but let's let's kind of dive into your, your musical journey. Um, what kind of got you into music? Did you always want to, like, was this di- the direction that you always kind of wanted to pursue? Uh, you know, I started off in rap, man, doing, uh, you know, just rapping with homies and all that type of shit. You know, my sister listened to a lot of rap. And, you know, she started rapping uh, with DJ Screw back in the days before oh, DJ yeah? Screw became, like, big, you know? Oh, wow. And so I used to see them rap. And so my uncles, they did, uh, you know, Caribbean music and stuff like that. So I always had the music in me, man. Yeah. So starting off rapping, high school talent shows, I always kill it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, <laughs> I'm good at this. So, yeah. um, but what got me in the rock direction, like, in high school, a uh, girl broke up with me. So I decided to take a rock sample, a rock song and sample it. And then I was what able was to express song? emotion. Uh, it was a puddle of mud. She hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, man. I got to meet him too, man. I told him about it. He was laughing. Oh, for real? Yeah, that was oh, you must have been stoked. That was the song that got you into the rock stuff. Yeah, man, that's so great. From there, so that was back in high school. It. Oh yeah, I was back in high school, man. So you were like producing your own music back then and everything. Yeah, yeah, I had got on Fruity Loops. I had Reason, Fruity mm-hmm. Loops, and we had an MPC and with the floppy disk, and we didn't know yep. how, to, how the fuck to do no floppy disk MPC shit. So, and then Reason was kind of confusing, so Fruity Loops was the easiest. Fruity we, Loops is definitely what I got started making beats. Yeah, on the field, man. For sure. So it's funny because we used to make like simple beats, and then. We didn't think it was good enough because, you know, Timberland and all of them had all right. the big keyboards and all this shit. Yeah. 
now you fast forward nowadays, these beats got like three sounds in it. I know. <laughs> just people <laughs> on like, Splice just picking shit up, right? I was like, my old beats was better than fucking this shit now. I know. It's funny to think about, like, I actually feel like there's something charming about, you know, the simplicity. A lot of this, yeah, the simplicity of it in, in like, things like Splice and just the ease of mm-hmm. all these new DAWs and everything are really letting people explore their creative sides in, like, a totally different way. Yeah, I mean, even man. for someone like me that's played music my whole life you know that those kind of resources just change my approach and workflow completely yeah, i remember it's crazy like i said we, we used to think our shit was whack because you know tim right. and all the mother motherfuckers had the, you know the yeah. beats full of stuff what i thought of like when i was back in high school what i thought I wanted in like a recording studio is absolutely nothing with what my studio looks like now. Exactly. You can do it all from something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if, if my high school me looked at me now and was like, dude, you're using fake drums and amps and all that shit. He'd be like, dude, you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But is what it is. Um, So you started off in hip hop, got into puddle of mud, use that as a sample. This was still in high school, right? You said, yeah, I was just into whatever was on the on the radio and rock. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I was thinking that was just like, oh, fuck yeah, Nickelback, fucking Puddle of Mud. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rock and roll now. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started discovering more and more as I looked for more samples. And that's when I got into, you know, like At the Drive-In and Rancid oh, and all that type of shit. At the Drive-In is one of my favorite. Yeah, Bad I saw brand. that you- you you ended up working with someone in at the driving, is that right? Oh yeah, Paul. He was uh, playing bass for me for a while, man. man that was dope. That that's was sick. so sick. <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah. That's like a dream for me. That's great. <laughs> that's epic, man. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about like that transition. So you were wh- where was this? Where were you doing this? I was in Houston, man. I was is that where you grew up? Yeah. So, so I, fuck it. Uh, Houston. Uh, we was just you know burning CDs, trying to make mixtapes. That's why I decided to take rock samples and make a mixtape. And so I started grinding that. They got a little hype on MySpace and all that. And mm-hmm. um, my old manager, my ex-manager, hit me up on MySpace and was like, yo, man, you should come out L.A. to grind this shit. And so I was like, oh, fuck it, I right, go to L.A. So, so before you were in L.A., when when you were just pushing your own stuff like that, were, were you seeing, like, local success? Uh, I mean, yeah, a little bit. I wasn't, like, taking over Houston or nothing, but I was getting, like, a little bit of fame with it. Everybody yeah. knew I was rapping. I was Playing shows some and stuff? Fans. Yeah, but I was more, my space started building Got up. Got it. You feel me? So was, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like the, the beginning of the uh, the internet taking over the music scene. Yeah, and then what I did was so new to people, you know what I'm saying? Getting right. into people is like, what the fuck? Right. Just, they know what to do with it. Still now, it's kind of like that. And it's crazy that, um, you know, I, I want to say I started something, but I, at that time, I was doing all that rock type of shit in my rap. And now you see rap, these young kids is mixing the rock influence in there right. and all that type well, of shit. Well, it's funny because I feel like it usually people go the opposite way, right? Like you yeah. pick up a guitar first and then they start liking hip hop later on in life and stuff, <laughs> right? And then they start mixing it that way. But you approach it the opposite way. Which yeah, I feel like it's man. less common, less common. But yes. I think that's key to your sound too, though, because like it definitely is a hip hop driven sound. For oh sure. yeah, I like to give it that style of hip hop. I, I like to make the songs like I, it, it's a little bit more heavy now, but I really like making it sound like I made a rock song and then I sampled yeah. it. You know, that's it, like it definitely it gets that vibe. Like it's just got this energy and like grit to it that yeah, I don't know, yeah. it like really pushes through. It's like always driving, you know. 
That's what's up. Yeah. So, so, so I like um, I come from a producer mindset too. Even though I don't be making these rock songs, I can't make no fucking rock tracks. <laughs> Matt Good, shout out Matt Good, he a monster. All Dude, that. Matt Good's amazing. We just we're we're, we're uh, we just had a Zoom session with him last week. Oh, epic! Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a genius, bro. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Um, so you you ended up going out to L.A. When did you do that? Uh, I think 2007, I went out to L.A. 2007. Right. Yeah, it was 2007. I had a song called Punk Rocker that was making a lot of noise. All right. And, um, yeah, so that song kind of brought me out to L.A. And then my ex-manager kind of put me on to more rock and all that kind of stuff. And then that's when I started doing, like, real band and, uh-huh. you know, saying real that's live you, instrumentation. You performing with a real band, you mean, right? Well, I fought musically. I didn't perform yet when I first oh, okay, came. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, musically, I started doing that, involving that type of stuff. And so I got in there with Ross Robinson on my first album, Burst wow. Work Death. That's nuts. Yeah, and that was fucking awesome, bro. So I learned a lot with Ross, too. It's real natural. That that first album, real natural, man. You know what I'm saying? And, this was uh, um, what, Birth School Work Death? Yeah, Birth School Work Death. Yeah, man. So that one right there, that's what got me to get, you know, a lot of these artists liking me because it's like artist's favorite album, you know? Yeah, um, dude, I'm looking at your personnel for that album. You had Cody Vadalato on it as well. Mm-hmm. He's another, like, I'm a huge fan of him too. Yeah, Cody, Mark from Blood Brothers. Yeah, yeah, and I Paul love the Blood Brothers. At the drive-in was on that one, and I'm a boy, Daniel from Idiot Pilot. Yeah, fuck, man, that's yeah. so sick. Yeah, that's that great. Dope, man. <laughs> that's cool and then this was this album and i had questions about this because i was trying to research it a little bit so this was released was this an exclusive just european release no it was in america but i mean i got more love out in um europe with with it people's digging it that's how i ended up out there doing shit because um they was loving it man yeah. <laughs> they really got attached to it bro it shows out there and everything so um how did you, really what was it america like the first hard. time you went over Oh, that was fucking incredible, bro. Um, when I went to a band called The Blackout, uh-huh. the singer Sean, he fucking loved me. So he was like, hey, you want to go on tour with us? I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. And so I went out there, killed it, man. That was dope. That's sick. Were those like, um, did you play full band on those shows too? Uh, that's when I, I I did full band. But my first the first few tours I did, uh, the rap group, The Alcoholics, brought me out. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was dope. I was doing the mixtape material. Okay. Before I got in with Ross, I went on tour with the Alcoholics, man. Shout out to them. Took that was just the US tour? Yeah. Well, you know, I was doing like the rock samples, mixtape yeah. type shit. What and was then, that tour like? Oh, we went Canada, some America. It was insane, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? With some legends like that and just to see how they rock the crowd. Right. That's you know cool, what I'm man. saying? Just real hip hop style. Fucking right. Insanity. That's not a bad tour. Then Not I did, um, El Nino brought me out on tour to Brazil, and that was wild. Um, wow. I didn't have no band. <laughs> it's just, if I was doing the rock songs with no band. So what's that, when, when you're up on the stage performing alone, I mean, I mean, you've done both now, obviously, is it? What, yeah, now what, it's what, more band, but. Yeah, do you, know. do you prefer it with the band? Is it just like a different energy? Oh, yeah, now I prefer with the band, for real, yeah, yeah for sure. But, I mean, I can still rock a crowd by myself, hip-hop style. See, that's, that's something that I've always been I, I, envious of, like, solo artists. Like, I just don't, I don't know if I have the, uh, oh, the music know, the will carry you. Yeah, the music will get you. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I mean, but, yeah, you definitely know how to, like, control that crowd, for sure. Yeah, um, man. So, Brazil, though, that's pretty dope. I've never been there. 
Oh, it's epic over there, man. They still yeah. love me, bro. They got a lot of love for me, man. And I seen them grow up out there too, bro. They since it was so long ago. I think it was like 2011, 2012, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them grew up, you know what I'm saying? They still show me love on uh That's great. Have you been yeah. back? Oh uh, nah, man. I can't wait to go back, bro. Yeah. Cannot wait to go back. Right. <laughs> was the last thing that you did ship rocked? Um, no. It was a was it? I, I can't remember. I think it, it was, was a February. Viper Room show. Yeah, I think my last one was oh, a Viper Room, room show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, gotcha. All right. Yeah. That's, that was right before I moved out to LA in April, so it was probably right before I got out here. Yeah, it was a Viper Room show, and then I had just made the announcement we was going to do the tour with Asking Alexandria, yeah. Fallen from Reverse, Fallen mm-hmm. and... Um, Falling in reverse and um, wage war. Yeah, that was gonna be fucking crazy, but yeah, that tour is huge. <laughs> huge. That's uh, a great tour. Yeah, Fuck, man. All right, so let's jump back. So, um, I was also let's see, you released that album in 2011, mm-hmm. right? You did that tour 2012 with the Blackout. Yeah, and that was like your first full band tour, right? Uh, yeah, that was the first one with a band, I believe. Blackout. Yeah. And then you did Download Festival too. Oh yeah, download. Yeah, did I have a band? I didn't have a band with download. So download came before. Yeah, I don't think I had a band. That was. uh... I'm reading about it. I'm on your Wikipedia as I'm doing this, just refreshing my memory. Oh yeah, it says you're the the only only artist to be able to play three stages in the same year. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty nuts. (laughs) I forgot how exactly it happened. The dude who run download loved me, man. He put me on a stage. He put me on a rap stage. So you were only scheduled to play one one set. Yeah, and then so. you ended up with three. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Damn, dude, that's nuts. <laughs> that's great. That's they yeah. show a lot of love out there, man. <laughs> for real. And so, um, you do Europe. It's popping off for you, and then you come back. Did you do another album at that point, or are you touring the the U.S.? Uh, I was just touring, man. I think I did a uh, Flag Channel maybe four or five years later. Right. That's when that's, I did the that's flag like bullet. Eighteen, right? Yeah, that's when yeah, I too. put that one out. So, yeah, I was just grinding in between time, working off of birth school work, that figuring out, you know, my album, the mm-hmm. new album, and all that. I made that one with a dude named Mitch. Fucking, he killed that one. Flag Channel, fucking sick, dude. Yeah, you know. So I grew as an artist in that time and everything. Learned how to structure songs. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you can tell the, if you listen to birth school work, that Flag Channel, and then my new. Yep, the I stuff did it I'm in order. On, yeah, I always do it in order. You could um, see, you know, me learning and growing. You know I can, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even lyrically too, and like the mm-hmm. the performance wise too. You can tell your performance. The performance growing and everything. So that's dope, man. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah, you can absolutely tell. So you're just focusing on just refining your sound, your style. That whole yeah, thing. I don't know how to make a song now. You get what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Oh, oh wait, we got to go back because I missed something. You performed with Wu Tang. Hello? Is that right? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, cut my back. I said, did you you perform with Wu Tang in London? Oh yeah, I performed with Wu Tang. That was fucking fun. Um, How did that happen? I don't even know. (laughs) Just getting (laughs) hooked up. Yeah, Wu Tang. I think it was Yellow Wolf and me. Oh really? Um, We just saw Yellow Wolf in uh, in Paris when we were in Europe. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a a fan. Yeah, he's great. And my boy Bad Wolf and his crew, I, I ain't really talked to him, but my, one of my homies, he down with his clique. Uh, yeah. Bad Wolf, shout out Bad Wolf. Yeah, uh, Yellow Wolf, Wu-Tang, that was fun, man. We had like two shows. 
That's a rap not... crowd, bro. So I had to know how to switch it for them. You feel me? Because I had the yeah. band, and yeah. they're not used to no fucking band. Dude, I had a similar. Uh, I used to play in this pop band with all these. Um, it was just like all these dudes from like you know emo bands in the in the mm-hmm. mid two thousands. It was just like a thing that had been thrown together, and somehow we ended up on like four dates with Joel Santana. Oh like, yeah, so you know. <laughs> yeah, and and none of us knew what we were doing, right? Like it was like seriously, we were playing like bubblegum pop, so it was like pretty. It didn't really work, and it was also weird because we were like we ended up direct support, and it yeah. was one of those shows where there would be like. 15 hip-hop acts before us each doing like uh, I was five just about stats. to say that i was yeah. just about to say that yeah uh, just a ton of hip-hop acts and then like just us a bunch of like nerdy white dudes on stage and then joel santana it was, yeah. it was a great time though like th- yeah. those shows are so fucking fun i oh, actually yeah. find the hip-hop shows people are more receptive to stuff than at rock shows oh well shit wu-tang fans fuck no they, they weren't receptive to the shit at all really <laughs> they fucking weren't having it at first For but that's how come that's how you learn to switch up your show because that's how i knew uh, i came out punk rocking at first and they weren't feeling it oh, oh fuck y'all niggas damn and i then, wonder uh, if that would change now now it'll probably be different. Yeah, because I but, feel like that hip hop crowd definitely appreciates the the like grittier side of stuff. Now. Yeah, not, now now it would totally be different. But at that time, it was they was like, man, what the fuck is this shit? So and it was so, like just a, not a good response. Uh, yeah, that first show because um, I came out punk rocking, so I learned to switch it. So the next time I came out rapping, and then I started bringing the band in, and that fucking went off. There you go. But the first show. I just came out, okay, I'm going to just go punk rock and see what the fuck happened. Oh, my God, that was fucking horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They think they real hip-hop, them Wu-Tang fans and shit, so they go, oh, we want hip-hop. Yeah. And Uh, then, uh, like you said, with all the rap acts, that didn't happen on that one, but uh, I did a show with Bone Thugs, some shows uh with Bone Thugs in Uh Texas, and oh, my God, man, yeah, about 15 acts. Right. By the time I got on stage, they was about sick of this shit. They didn't want to hear none. (laughs) (laughs) Bone Thugs, Bone Thugs. I know, right? Yeah. That's like the the worst part is like, yeah, everyone, if you're direct support, it's almost worse in those situations. Oh, it's worse. Yeah, everyone sat through like three hours of mediocre acts for- Exactly, man. And yeah, but you know, the shows horrible. are still pretty fun. I feel like it's just a party. Oh yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, um, cool. So then you came back to US. It looks like t- let's list off some of these tours that you did. I see Hollywood Undead, All That Remains. Oh man, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, those dudes are pretty fun. We we just our last tour was with Hollywood Undead. We had a great oh, time. Oh, sick, bro. Yeah, yeah, them dudes is cool. Um, and I got a new song I did with them too. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, Sick. that's great. Those guys are awesome. Really fun oh, yeah. dudes to tour with. Um, and then, what? Who else do you tour with? I got Mindless Self Indulgence. Oh, yeah, that's fucking epic, bro. Mindless Self Indulgence. That was yeah, so much big, fun. Huh? Yeah, there's some shows in Houston, House of Blues. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, and the crowd. You know, the crowd's so different, bro. They come dressed up and all that type of shit. So. It's yeah. funny because I had like my hood come out, so you see this mixture of people in Spider Man and beer suits, and then my homies with you know the chains and the gold, right, right. Dude. <laughs> and it's all a mosh pit of all these different people. It was insane. Bro. I mean, I joined Ice Nine maybe two years ago, and the first show, mm-hmm. and we did like VIP, and it was just like a bunch of kids 
dressed up as like really terrifying clowns. Yeah, sick. You know I mean? <laughs> so it's, I know the feeling. <laughs> uh, wow, man. And um, yeah. I got that tour from uh, James Gunn. <laughs> I had asked the uh, dude, I was like, oh, how the fuck I get this tour? Like, oh, man, my homie James Gunn fucking told me about you. For real? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is James Gunn? <laughs> and then I started looking up. He's a big ass director. Yeah. See, uh, he did um, uh, uh, Guardians. Guardians, right? Yeah, so this was before he made Guardians, and he did, like, Scooby-Doo and all this type of shit. Wow. So um, he put me on that tour, and then I got cool with him. Wait, so, you, so got, <laughs> <laughs> you got put on a tour by James Gunn, who's not really in the music industry. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's yeah, nuts. He hit me up like, hi, bro, man, your shit dope, bro. bro. So I was like, oh, cool, man. So, yeah, bro, it was cool. He used to take me to parties and shit and chill. It was so sick, sick, bro. So and he a funny just story. Like, plugged in. Oh, yeah, he's fucking man now. But this is before Guardians, though. He was still the man anyway. Right, right. Is, but he, he was, was still doing stuff back then, right? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. doing big, big shit already. The funniest thing is um, he was telling me he was going to make Guardians or whatever and shit, you know, and I didn't really know about it. So I was just like, oh, man, that's dope. So I hit him up. I said, hey, bro, um, put my music in the movie. And he said, oh, man, Hyro, um, I'm using only 70s music. I was like, you lying motherfucker, you. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, this dude lying to me, dog. And then um, <laughs> the movie come out, and I think it's all 70s music for real. <laughs> oh, is it re- I was going to say, I only I only remember 70s music, but that's funny. Yeah, yeah he found like a tape or something. Yeah. Right, right. He's just a fan of the tapes. That's funny. Yeah, so the whole time before this shit, I was like, oh, this James Gunn don't want to put my music in. <laughs> yeah, what an asshole. He would hook up with a tour, right? <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and so then you did Warp Tour. You did Japan, right? Oh, yeah, that was super sick. I've never been to Japan. What's Japan like? Oh, Japan's epic, bro. It's fucking wild, dude. The crowd was so sick. Bro, they put me on this big-ass stage, man. Yeah. So I walk out on the stage... And nobody there for, you know, sound rehearsal. You got other shows going on. And I'm like, bro, why they put me on this big-ass stage? There's nobody here. And then when I get out on the stage, fucking insanely packed, really? bro. That that was the craziest thing ever. You know that stress, like, man, is anybody even going to show oh, up I for me? Fucking feeling. Rihanna performing, all these other people. So and it I was get like a there. big festival. Oh, yeah, bro. It's called Summer Sonic or something. It was fucking insane when I got on that stage, bro. And they just, you know, that crowd, like, real respectful. So they just waiting on you to say something they, before the clap and all that type of shit. It's fucking epic. So you have you been back since then? Oh, no, nah, I ain't been back. I'm always to. curious to see how those things translate. Oh, yeah. It, 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 shit. Once the music hit, they, they running with it, bro. That's sick. And then you did, damn, you've been everywhere, man. Australia yeah. with the Deftones. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Chino the homie, man. He really? Like, I, I, I didn't have a band on that one, actually. I'm no? fucking pissed I didn't have a band on that one. <laughs> man, I wish I knew you. I would have gone. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that time was when I was like trying to just do like rap shit, really, mm-hmm. at, in that time. So Chino brought me out to do like my rap and shit. And then uh, it was me, Let Live, and Deftones. That's a cool tour. Oh, yeah, bro. So I was, like, pissed because, you know, Jason rocked the fuck out, and I didn't have my band to rock right, out to. So like, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah it would have worked. <laughs> yeah, it would have been epic, though. Yeah, that's sick. And so then that's – after that is when you started working on Flag Channel. Is that right? Yeah, that was Flag Channel time around – well, it was years after. 
so do you see did you see a big boost when you did flag channel oh yeah bro that was wild man because bullet came out yeah and, that sounds um, a fucking banger and i didn't i think they didn't know that it would do what it did you know what i'm saying i didn't become huge like that i mean it hit on the rock charts and shit but yeah we just put it out and that shit just start going the video is great yeah that's uh i mean it's just well, great performance shots i love it oh it's uh my boy bryson he did that video bro. you yeah. know bryson I don't know if I do. Yeah, Bryce, that's Jacoby brother from Papa Roach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was he just on. We, we did that tour with Papa Roach in Hollywood Undead. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was probably was fun, though. Yeah, he's great. He did a lot of uh, cool stuff on that tour, too, like video stuff. Hell, yeah, man. Damn, it feels like we're all in the same circle now because... Oh, yeah, I, it's all same circle. <laughs> yeah, everything, everyone's playing on each other's stuff now. That's what's been great about quarantine. There's just been a lot of, like, collaboration between people. Oh, facts, man. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, so you released um, Flag Channel. Bullet comes out. It gets picked up. That got picked up by Rock Radio, right? Uh, yeah, that was gone for a minute. Yeah, because I think that's when I started hearing your name around a lot. It was right after. Sick, sick. Yeah, right after that dropped. Um and so what after after you dropped the album, um, that was what, twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Damn, it only seemed that long ago, twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, it's only like it feels like <laughs> less time has gone by since we haven't been able to do anything this year. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so you released the album twenty eighteen. Did you go head right back out on tour after that point? Yeah. Butcher Babies took me out on tour, non point. Who else? I forget. I, mean, I did a damn, bro. I've been, been around doing shit. See, you get all the sick tours. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, man. But man, I'm jealous of your, your tour history. Yeah, my tours are crazy, huh? Pretty nuts. You've been everywhere. You got some great guest features on stuff. It's nuts. Yeah, I don't even know how the fuck I do this shit. So you, <laughs> you did Butcher Babies. You did Nonpoint. Who else did you say? Uh, I can't remember, man. But I know I did some more tours. So you did, um, that was 2018. 2019 was... Um, no, we did, it was 2020 was Shiprocked. Yeah, I did Shiprocked twice. You did in 2019 too? Mm-hmm. Do you like Shiprocked? Oh, I fucking love it, bro. It's you insane, do it again? bro. See, oh. I had a, I, I had a tough time with it. Oh, for, yeah, with the boat rocking? No, I, that doesn't bother me. I, oh, that I, bugs me. Does it? See, I can deal with that. I, I like, after a while, I just kind of fell a little trapped. Like, oh you do feel trapped yeah dude man. i was doing la like i have the apple watch thing and i was walking like 10 miles a day just circles <laughs> around the boat yeah you just, start knowing the boat <laughs> yeah I, I just didn't know what else to do so i would just be doing laps like just saying hi to people and yeah you see the you know. same person again <laughs> right right and sometimes the thing that was tough is sometimes there'd be people that you say hi to and you have a conversation with them and then it's like all right I'm over this, you know, walk around and then you come back around, they're still there, and it's like yeah. awkward again. <laughs> you know, that's what I but it, was, it was a great time. Like, I, I we, we, I made a lot of new friends and stuff, and you know, oh, definitely, yeah, uh, definitely would do it again, but it was. Yeah. De- I don't know. Yeah, got a little, got a little claustrophobic for a little. <laughs> I feel you. For sure. That's why at the bar. That's why I just must I go at the bar, get drunk, go to sleep. Yeah. Dude, I can't. I, I can't drink like I used to anymore. Oh yeah, that happens when you get older. I wanted weed so bad on that boat. <laughs> I was like searching everywhere for it, and then like the last two days, the guys in Cane Hill, they everyone knows I they have stuff, up. right? So. <laughs> 
So they hooked yeah, it up. Them dudes cool too, man. Yeah, yeah, that was them. fun. That was cool, man. Like I didn't, I didn't really know anyone on the boat. Um, actually, yeah. I had, besides the uh, the of mice and men guys and stuff, I, I really, really oh, yeah, didn't know no. anyone. So it was it was a good time. Made a lot of good friends there. And I think I've had like half the bands on the podcast now. So. Oh, yeah. that's fucking sick. That's dope you're doing this podcast day, man. Sick. Yeah, I just started it in April out of boredom. So man, you know, I gotta get creative now. Like me, I got this Twitch shit, I gotta start pumping. Dude, I'm, every I, I, I'm trying to understand it. I actually just had um it's not out yet, but we we had um I guess it will be out by the time we release this one, so it's so mm-hmm. it's fine. We had Craig from Escape the Fade on, and he oh, sick. he's like huge on Twitch. He's on there two times a day. He's you done see? like twenty four do hour that. streams. I don't really fully understand it. Like not not in not like the, I understand the premise. I think you of just it. put it on. That's it. That, that's the thing, though. But like I I can't bring myself to just put on the camera. That's me too, bro. And be it's like, tough. oh, I'm just making breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Bro. Like, I, I think you gotta have it running. That's how you get more props on. Right, those. but it, but it's weird because as a as a creative, um, you know, you're always refining to make sure anything that hits the public is perfect, or at yeah. least to your ears, right? So oh, yeah. I'm like not that dude that's just like I don't write a song and release it the same day just because yeah, I'm too self conscious. Right? That's crazy. So it's it, I have that same mentality with Twitch, where like I'm not sure I want to put this out because mm-hmm. I don't. It's just my I don't want people to be like this dude's an idiot. No, bro, <laughs> you know I feel I mean? you. No, it's the, it's the same thing with me, man. It's a hard change in society that we, people like us ain't used to. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I think we're around the same age too. So like yeah. growing up with the MySpace thing, that being like I'm still in the MySpace mentality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, I feel you, bro. Same you know, there, bro. But, like I used to like mystery, but these fans now they don't give a fuck about no goddamn mystery. They want to know every single thing right. about you. Yeah, you know yeah. It's just access and lots of info. Yeah, but, you man. know it works. So, um, let's talk about the new stuff. Oh yeah, buddy. So you've released how many songs you've released so far? I think three. Three, um, and that was we believe uh, we believe Damon Draymond fight. Fight with Chad. And then Retaliation Generation, right? Spencer, yeah. Man, yeah. fuck yeah, bro. Spencer did his thing on that. that yeah, he crushed fire. it. I was texting him yesterday about it. Um, oh, hell yeah. That song's great. So you, ha, for for the first three songs that come out, one, they're great songs. They really are. Thanks, and, bro. And, and two, to have guests like that. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did you make those connections? Uh, well, David Draymond was uh, through my manager now. Shout out mm-hmm. Burko, man. Uh, he was uh, at with Disturbed during the beginning. So, mm-hmm. you know, the song was just dope as fuck. So he, um, and it was funny as I made that song like about four or five years ago, wrote them lyrics and shit. Uh, Mark from Taking Back Sunday made made a beat. And I oh, have made real? that song to it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking, that's fucking wild. Yeah, he always showed me love, man. If you have a hip hop beat, so yeah, send me a beat, and I have made that song "We Believe" on it. So I, but never did nothing with it, so I left it to the side. And then uh, I had showed my manager, and he was like, "Yo, this song is fucking sick. How wrong? We just, you know, we just sauced it up. So we broke it to Mac Good, sauced it up. Yeah. He was like, "Bro, let me go ahead and get this little shot to David, and see what's up." And David Draven was all in. That's like, great. That's, up, man. That's so cool. I love that. And then you had Chad from Hell Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, then I had Chad from Hell Yeah. And Chad had always been a homie, man. I met them during, um, 
think it was Soundwave Festival in Australia. Um, no, no, it was a download when I met him. Uh, it's a dope story because uh, I met him through Vinnie Paul. Okay. I was yeah, I was at a bar uh, at Key West. You ever been? Oh, you, you've yeah. been to that one? Yeah, yeah, Key West. You know how I got the bar down there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there chilling, Vinnie Paul at the bar. I'm like, oh, that's Vinnie Paul, dude. And then I'm just sitting there just kicking it, though. And then he turned around and said, hey, bro, you want a drink? <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, he didn't even know me. He that's he's great. like, bro, you sitting there, you want a drink? And I go up there to drink. I say, yo, what up, Vinnie, man? My name Hyro. I'm on this tour. He's like, what? I was like, bro, I'm from Texas, man. I dig what y'all do. And he was like, yo, you from Texas? And, bro, we just start drinking up. He said, yo, Chad, this dude from Texas. <laughs> yeah, awesome. and then it fucking began like that. Yeah, those dudes are cool, man. I met Chad on the boat, and we hung out for a bit. He's a good yeah, guy. Bro, so it's funny, though, because like, I met them. And, you know, This is when they was really going hard, too. You know, So then right. I go to Australia. I see Hell Yeah again, and they're like, hey, what's up, bro? Every, every time I see this, I just get party. I'm like 5 in the morning on the plane. Oh, <laughs> I want to party with you. This sounds fun. But imagine trying to... <laughs> Avoid Vinnie Paul and them because you know, <laughs> that was crazy. Dog. That's nuts. Fuck, man. All right, so you have that one, and then you got this new one. What you just this one with Spencer came out like a week ago, right? Oh yeah, that was fucking fine. Bro, How's it been all, so far? Uh, the feedback's been incredible, dude. That like the feedback on this has been like moving real fast, man. I check my Spotify, it'd be like two hundred people listening at one time. You know how you can amazing. check the Spotify? I, I don't. Uh, I got like Spotify. For I'm artists. telling you, dude. I'm I'm still on MySpace time. For real. <laughs> well, uh, I can uh, see the, the plays at the end of the artists. day. Yeah. <laughs> see, the thing is, like, I don't even got uh, the the Spotify whole thing, but this one is where artists can see what the song's doing and who's listening. That's gotcha. crazy. Like, live yeah, yeah, looking, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Fucking That's sick. nuts. So it's going well. Um, when's the whole album come out? Um, I, probably, I think it's all around touring. So I think so it's no, probably no plans back. yet. Yeah, really no plans for it's that. It's so right weird now. how that is. I've talked to so There's a lot of bands that are now just pulling the trigger because they've been sitting on stuff for like a year. Yeah, bro, it's crazy how this shit is. This fucking threw everything off, bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. What do you do? You have any uh, guesses on when you think we'll be back? I'm thinking next. As far as real touring is concerned, I yeah. think like next summer. That's what I think too. Next year. Yeah. Anything else will probably be like maybe little shows here and there with low capacity or some right. type of shit. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully by next fun. summer. Yeah. I think so. Fingers crossed. But there'll be a lot of good music. Oh, yeah, everybody going to be fucking... I wonder how, how are we even going to do shows, bro? Everybody, all at once, every genre. I know. I know. And all the venues are going to be gone, too, so everyone's going to be That's another thing, bro. I'm all wondering if there's going to be a resurgence of, like, a, a big touring festival like Warped again, just in order to handle that kind of stuff. I wonder, man. I think be... something like that would succeed now, just because the demand for it. Yeah, I mean, the last one we did, what's the name of it? The Rock... Rockstar um, Disrupt Fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun, man. It was kind of warp style. It was fun. It, How it, many it days was that? Oh, shit. We did like a fucking month and a half or yeah. something, bro. It was wild, bro. We had fun on that motherfucker. But I mean, like, the, the, the we didn't get a lot of crowd and all that type of shit, though, until like later on because they put out the damn time schedule ahead of time. Ahead of time. Mm. So, me starting off the whole fucking shit. Ain't nobody coming until later on. Because if I'm on Tuesday, shit, I'm I, what? Some 41 playing at 8? All right, I'm going to come at 8. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help. 
Where to ship? That's why Warped worked out so great for people because they, you know, you see your favorite yeah. band at 11 a.m. and then. Yeah, he made a fucking great idea about doing that, like just switching it up all the time, and you got to mm-hmm. guess. That was. Amazing. And I loved like we, my old band did Warped, and and I remember just like kind of the the politics involved. I won't say the name of the band, but there was a band mm-hmm. that got in trouble and was you know just forced to open for like a week straight (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know like they did some like stupid shit that they probably shouldn't have done and the warp tour handles it by being like all right well you gotta play before everyone else i think that's great (laughs) that is dope man he's a man dude he fucking came up with something crazy bro right that's funny i remember when i did warp bro he um Fucking, he, he put me with the rap, <laughs> fucking MGK and Mod Son once. Mm-hmm. And oh, Lord, I was like, bro, I can't do this fucking stage with them, dude. I'm doing this heavy rock shit. Right. What year fucking, was that? Did you do that? It was like 2012. It was, was so fun. No, we bro. did 2011. That's what it was. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. it was MGK and them fucking little fans. MGK, while well, I'm rather shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking do rock out right now. <laughs> that is See, I think the year we did it was when I was uh, 2011, or maybe 2009, we also did it, and Yellow Wolf was on the whole tour. That's how I... Oh, six. six. Yeah, I would only watch him every day, pretty much. And this is when MGK was young, too, man. So yeah, yeah, I saw him the really other day, young. he remembered. He remembered. He's like, what the fuck, Hyro? Oh, yeah? <laughs> that was cool. I didn't think he would remember, but he did. He remembered me, bro. Yeah, he was well, such a young like, boy. He's like the biggest star in the world right now. Yeah, he's killing it, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... All right, well let's let's do the the end of the uh, episode here, where we usually end. That's um, tour story stuff. Yeah, so, I probably uh, said twenty thousand tour stories. Yeah, I know, I know. You had a bunch already. Um, I'll tell you what, like we, it, the a lot of the ones that we've done recently and actually in the past, it's becoming an, an again a recurring theme. Um, have been pretty disgusting, like a lot. <laughs> They're funny, but they're pretty gross. And our fans definitely have responded to them. Um, we've had, like, for some reason, there's just a lot of piss and shit stories. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense because, like, that's that's always somewhat of a struggle on tour. Yeah, oh, that is, right, yeah that's all the number one right there. Yeah. Trying to find the bathroom. Right. Um, but it, yours doesn't have to be about that. It can be about whoever, too, as long as you think they'd be cool with it. But we can figure that out later, too. So. Well, um, shit. I mean, the thing is, you see how I naturally flowed telling stories now when you put me on the spot? I know, I man. We can... <laughs> I know, I know. Um, let's think. Um, let's focus on Warped. There's got to be some stuff on Warped. Warped. Well, I think uh, the coolest story I got with Warped is... Um, uh, the owner was uh, Kevin, right? Kevin, uh, he, yeah, uh, Kevin Lyman. Yeah, he's a fucking man, dude. So he, like I say, when he put me on that one with MGK and them, it was so funny because, you know, the crowd booing and shit like that. They were actually booing you? Oh, yeah, these little fucking girls booing the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh, my God, man. And so Kevin was just like, yo, Hyro, you got to perform this way to the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Almost so. And so, you know, he, he came on stage Kevin got, came on stage? He came on stage with me, and he grabbed a microphone, and he was rocking and performing with no me. No fucking shock. way. I performed, Because he didn't think I knew how to control that crowd. I said, bro, that's not my crowd. There's no way. I, 
<laughs> I wish that could the video of I'm, it, I'm, I'm looking right now. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. That's fucking hilarious. So I cannot he, imagine, imagine me and him on the stage, and he's like <laughs> giving me tips in front of it about to do the crowd. Oh my and god. So, we fast That's forward to this warp tour, right? How was wait, wait, hold on. How how was he? Uh when? When he was performing, when he was up oh, there. How did... I was just I was just in shock, dude. I <laughs> he was I was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Dude? This is crazy. And I can't get mad because Man, I'm gonna have to have him on and ask him about this. Oh yeah, he'll tell you, bro. <laughs> and so that's crazy, but then the dopest part and how dope he is, fast forward to this warp tour that the last warp tour that happened. Um, the festival style, mm-hmm. and we go. I see Kevin, and you know what he do? He say, "Hi, Roman." He said, "I apologize for going on your stage that year, bro. Are you I shouldn't have did that shit, man." I was like, "What the fuck, bro? You ain't gonna apologize, you fucking man, dude." That's but so the good. thing that he remembered, you know what I'm saying? And he, he, yeah, for that long, bro. That was 2012 all the way to what 2019 or whatever that festival. And he fucking came up to me, said, "Man, hi, bro. You know, sorry for that." That's amazing, bro. I was like, That's "For great. you, man, you ain't gotta fucking apologize." For That's shit. really great. Yeah, dude, yeah, he, know, he remembers story. everything, dude. He remembered my, like, shitty local band from, like, 2007, Epic, like, seven bro. years later. We played, like, one day. You know? <laughs> That's and, sick. Bro. Yeah, nuts. So he knows. He's got his pulse. I'm sure he still does. I'm sure he's planning stuff. Yeah, oh, bro, I already know, man. If he do another warp, this is going to be ah, – he has to. Oh, bro, it would be so sick. We'll see. It's gonna be insanity. I would love to do that. And uh, when when I did it before, we did the whole thing in a van with no driver, mm-hmm. so it was a different experience, <laughs> you know. So I would love to do it now when I actually get to like hang out and have fun. Yeah, you know? I feel you. Sorry. All right, dude. Well, listen. Thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you uh, spending your time with me. This was a lot of fun. Um, no, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, of course. Before we wrap up, why don't we? Um, do you mind just sharing where people can find you online and and listen to your stuff? Yo, Hyro the Hero, Instagram, Facebook, all that, and then uh, for Twitch, Hyro the Hero official. I'm gonna be pumping that Twitch more and more. Here you go. So yeah, brother. Yeah, I'll put all those links in the in the bio as well for the episode. Oh, thanks, man. Um, sure. Yeah, man. Again, thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, we're we're in the same area, so maybe we'll uh, end up hanging out at some point. Hell we'll see. yeah, brother! Right, we'll do some hiking. For sure, man. I'm down all the way. All right, man. Thanks again. Bye, right, bro. <laughs> I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses 
all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.